This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Each Thursday on Unfiltered, I'll be bringing on a different anonymous guest to open up about their real life dating experiences. We'll discuss what they went through or are going through, how they navigated it, what they've learned and what advice they have to anyone else going through something similar. Unfiltered is your reminder that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Seeing Other People Unfiltered is presented by Mindset Wellness CBD. Their happy gummies and their calm gummies cured my dating anxiety, and I am so grateful. You should try them. You need to try them. Don't take my word for it. See for yourself. Head to MindsetWellness.com. Fill up your cart with those happy gummies to take before a date and the calm gummies to take after a date, and use code seeing other people at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Late 20s guy from the Midwest. Um, just Yeah, I was here to talk a bit about just how dating is done today, whether that's, you know, with online dating, um, just as well as like the, the different types of dating advice that you often see out there, how it's very different for men and women. And um, yeah, kind of where I think this is going. So that's, that's sort of what I was going to talk about today. 
Amazing. Well, I'm very excited to have you. And you're really the first person who has reached out and said like, there is such different dating advice out there for men and women. And it's so true. And it's something that we don't talk about. So I'm really excited to get into that. And I'm curious, I guess, you know, where you first started thinking about that, if there's maybe like some situation you were in or some advice that you're getting or from the accounts you follow, like what you're seeing that is so different that made you think to bring that up? Yeah, um, I think when it first started, so I think I had mentioned this too when I messaged you, but so I was in a long-term relationship um, that I've been out of for about a year and a half now, but we were together for three years. So that whole time, I wasn't really obviously looking for like dating advice and like reading and like consuming that kind of content. But I think so after I got out of that is when I was kind of curious, like what are people like saying and like what is like, you know, because I've never, it's not like I really struggled a lot with dating, but again, being single again, after that long of a time being in a relationship, it's very like, um, I don't know what the word is. It's very daunting. You know, it's very like, um, it's very different, obviously, especially now like post COVID and like all the other stuff that we have now. So I think it started, I was just looking, just kind of like watching random stuff on YouTube. Um, and kind of just, I got kind of more interested in like the relationship like dynamics so to speak not necessarily like gender dynamics but in a way sort of like I that's when I first heard the terms like masculine and like feminine like energy and I never had thought about that before in my life somehow um and yeah I think also I was really interested in like self-improvement stuff like several years ago when I was like in college and when I started to realize is like most of the dating advice for men like, is just self-improvement and it's almost like exclusively that. So like, for example, if you're like a guy and you're struggling, I mean, struggling to get girls, struggling to get dates with girls, you're not confident or whatever. It's always like, like go to the gym and like work out, like make more money, like better yourself, like read more, like put yourself out there, expand your social circle, like approach girls in public and like go through the pain of rejection and all this stuff. And I was like, so I did start to do a lot of that. And I do think like there's a lot of truth to that. I'm definitely not like um, disparaging it because I think it's helped me a lot. But um, that is sort of where I first had come across that. And, um, and I also read things like like on Reddit and stuff, like there's different like dating related like subreddits. And um, I always thought it was kind of interesting how like the stuff I see for men is definitely very true. Like just self-improvement, like put yourself out there, like be better than you are now. It's basically like right now you're not worthy of dating, but you need to like make yourself worthy. But for women, it's kind of like the opposite. It's almost like you're perfect the way you are. You need to just wait around for the right one. He's going to come along. You don't need to do anything. And um, it's a nice like platitude, but I don't know how like true that is. And I feel like it, it makes me kind of sad because I feel like there's a lot of girls who are just going to be sitting around and like waiting forever. Um, and again, it's everyone's different. Like obviously for some girls, like that's that works and that's great. But like just from like some stories I've read, from girls or just like girls that I'm friends with, I've had conversations with, that's like not always the case. And I sometimes wonder if, if like, you know, women could better benefit from, you know, just like being told, like, go out and pursue guys, for example. Um, like, you know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of like memes and things related to that, how like women, like they shoot their shot by like manifesting or like they post on their Instagram story and hope that you see it and all these very, yeah. very like indirect, very passive ways. And um, it just kind of sucks because guys aren't going to pick up on that. Like we're not, you know, built like that. You know what I mean? Like we're going to, we need something like direct. And um, I don't know. I just think it would, I think it could be great if women, for example, were to just like pursue the guys that want more and were very direct. Like, Hey, 
like I'm interested in you let's hang out sometime or something like I've been approached like a can very small handful of times like whether I'm like at a bar like somewhere in public and like I've always been very flattered you know and I think any guy would be um I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't think women realize there isn't like a lot for you to lose and like there's also a very very high success rate unless the guy's like he's like married or something or in a relationship or like even that, even if I wasn't interested in her, I still was very like polite about it. And I was still very flattered. So I think any guy that like, if you're a girl listening to this and you're like, you see a guy who's like cute or whatever, he's out in public, like go, if you just go up and just say hi and introduce yourself and just like make a very small conversation and just say like, we should get drinks sometime. Like that will be like, you have no idea how, how much it will mean to him and how much, like how much success you could probably have. So like, anyways, those are kind of some of the things I'd like was thinking about and I've just noticed a lot. You know, totally. You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second Second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases 
to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So I have a lot of thoughts. First, I'm laughing when you're like, girls are just told like, oh, you're perfect. Like sit around waiting. The right person will come along. Like that is the biggest bullshit in the world. And like, just, I, I almost wish people could see my face when you said like, oh, like everyone's like, girls are sitting at home manifesting their future partner. And like, I, when I hear, and like, look, I'm not into like the juju stuff. Like when I hear that somebody is like, like when somebody gets into a relationship, they're like, I manifested him. I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And it's like, yes, maybe you, you know, thought like, okay, I want this person. And then you actively took steps to self-improve and get yourself to a position to meet that person. But you did not sit there and say to yourself, like, I am going to meet this like five foot 10 brown haired guy who does this, this, and this, and treats me this way. Like, no, that is not how this works. Um, and it really does piss me off when I see stuff like that. And, and yeah, like when I, I mean, I call my friends out on this all the time when they're like posting something on Instagram for a guy to see, it's like the guy is maybe going to see it as he is sitting on the toilet, flipping through everything else that he's seeing, but he's not thinking that you're posting it for him. He does not consider that you shooting your shot. And if, if he responds to it, like, okay, that, but that, that, you know, like your plan didn't work out, you know, like, that's just not, that's not how dating works. But then I guess my counter to you is the whole concept of, and like, I mean, you and, and, you know, most people who listen to this podcast and follow my content knows I'm like very anti-rules and all that, but like, 
I always struggled with like, I wanted to be forward and upfront and I wanted to tell somebody how I felt, but then I would always have all these people saying like, well, no, like you can't be too aggressive. You have to play hard to get like, if they like, and the whole, like, if he wanted to, he would, it's like, well, what if I want to, why can't I? So what, what are your thoughts in terms of like, you know, not being too forward or like letting the guy come to you. Cause I feel like it is a little confusing where there are such mixed messages being sent out of like, well, the guy can like needs to make the first move, but, but like if the girl does, sometimes it's hot, but sometimes if like, if he's not interested, it's going to be like right. really a big turnoff kind of. Right. No. And I, I have a couple things to say regarding that too. I think one, and I had, I read this on like a comment or something somewhere and it, it, it did make a lot of sense on like why I think girls don't want to shoot their shot. For example, like, cause I think girls are raised, you know, most girls are raised like being told like, uh, you know, men, they just want sex, like they'll screw anything, all this stuff. And if you're a girl like hearing that, and let's say you go up to a guy to like, just talk to him and ask him and he says, no, you're probably like, that's like earth shattering. I'd imagine they're like, something must be wrong with me. Cause everyone told me it was going to be, you know what I mean? Like everyone wants to sleep with me and it's going to be easy, but this guy just isn't interested. So like, I can see why that could be detrimental to like, from a girl's standpoint, but for guys, it's like, it's normal. It's like, Oh, you're supposed to get rejected. Like, Oh, you're supposed to just keep doing it. And it's, it's part of like being a guy, I guess. Right. And I don't think it's necessarily part of like, I'm doing this quotes, like being a girl is part of getting rejected. It's more like you do the rejecting. So from, right. Some, well, Oh, go ahead. There, there's also the situation there. Sorry to cut you off. There's also the situation where, you know, the girl does approach the guy and he does, you know, give her something back and they end up, you know, going home together, having sex and whatever. And that's all he wanted from her. Right. And that, I mean, that could go either way. That's not just like a girl to a guy and, and the guy deciding that that could go either way. But I think that is also a really scary thing for a girl where, it happens more so with guys. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I, that's another point I was going to make. And again, like I've just, just from reading and watching videos, I've gotten like a lot of perspective on this because also I've heard girls say that, that you shouldn't be too forward. You shouldn't make the first move because then the guy is just going to take it like a, like a free ride or something. He's going to not put in any effort because you did the approaching and all this stuff. And if he really wanted to, then he would, which just kind of sucks. It puts a hundred percent of the responsibility on the guy. And I just kind of think that's, that's a little unfair. And it's like you said, like, it's just a stupid rule. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, there's definitely, and sadly that's the case. I mean, if you're going to put yourself out there, you're going to open yourself to either rejection or getting like your feelings hurt, maybe you're getting played, but you know, I think that's just kind of part of it. Sadly, I think it helps if you're like more honest, like if you're like, if I was approached by a girl and she was like, yeah, she was just very straightforward. And said like, we should get to know each other. Like, maybe like, I don't, I'm not just trying to, I don't want to just sleep with you. Like if she was just, you know, direct and honest, I think that helps a lot. Um, obviously yeah. I'm sure some guys will still try to take advantage of that, but, um, I, sadly, I think that there's no really way to avoid that in dating. There's always that chance that you're going to get your heart broken. You're going to get rejected, whether you're a guy or a girl. I think it's just more normalized for guys to like, for the rejection. You know what I mean? Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history 
history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. Of course. So, okay, in terms of things that you think, you know, girls are are being told to do by their friends, by social media, influencers, whatever it is, what do you wish beyond just like, you know, like the approach in person, what do you wish girls were doing differently on dates? And and I have a whole list, yeah, I'd love let to me hear. tell you, for what I wish like every girl listening would right. do. But I'm really curious yeah. to hear yours because obviously your perspective is what matters more here. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I think, well, a couple things. One, I think um, I read this advice too, and I think it's both true for men and women. I think men take it more to heart though, but that you should try to be more like the person you want to attract. Um, and again, that kind of goes back to self-improvement thing. Like you want to be the type of guy that like, you know, the, the girls you like would want to be with. And I think the same goes for women too. I just think they don't really, aren't really told that as much. Like, let's say if you want a guy who's really like, you know, he's really into fitness and he's really like into his image and all that stuff, like maybe, and you're not, like maybe you should try to improve that. I know it's not exactly like the most, PC thing to say, some you know, honestly, but if that's you, basically you have to be more what you want to attract. And I, and I think again, it kind of goes back to when we're told, like you're great the way you are. There's the right guy is going to appreciate you exactly the way you are. And I've I've been in a lot of dates. I've met a lot of girls, and that's definitely not true. Uh, I think anyone, men or women, can use some self improvement, whether that's physical, emotional, mental. Um, so I think that's that's one I wish more. And girls are taken to heart because there's a lot of girls I've met and gone on dates with that clearly aren't ready to date or they clearly have some past right. trauma or they have some insecurity that kind of just gets pushed on to you and no one really wants that you know what I mean so I think there's a lot of yeah. self-improvement that could be taken from from women too I'd say that's well to your point about that that gym example I think maybe an example that people might feel a little more 
people I feel a little better about. Um, or more related to is like, I, I always hear girls and I mean, everyone saying that they want to date somebody who's a good communicator. But then when it, when they meet people, they're not communicating. Yeah. They're giving like half answers that are not answers. They're waiting for that person to communicate, but they're not communicating. And so like, if you want to date somebody who is a good communicator, you need to also be a good communicator and put that foot forward and, you know, express that you want to go on a date with them or that you want to see them again or had a good time because you can't just expect the guy or whoever's on the opposite side of the table or of the text message thread to do everything when you, while you sit there and do nothing. No, I, I agree. And I love that you said that because I think it's, it's so true. I think everyone kind of subconsciously knows that's true. Like the the key to any relationship or dating is just being good at communicating. And some people, like, I think they might come across a good communicator and they, it's just so new to them that they, they don't know what to do with it. Like, I'm sure also you've seen like TikToks and memes of just like girls, like when a, when a guy actually treats you like right and is honest, like they're so, they're either like turned off or they're just like very skeptical because they've never yeah. crossed that. And, um, and I think it's very, it's kind of sad, but it's also very telling um, you know, but yeah, I, I would say, you know, some of the best dates and like, you know, flings or relationships wherever I've been in were where the interest was very easily communicated. Um, there was no kind of hiding and playing hard to get. I think that's guys hate that by the way. I mean, I'm sure girls know that, but they still do it. But like, I personally don't hate know that. It. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't really do anything, you know, it just makes it confusing. Any mature guy who's, who's worth, who knows his worth, isn't going to entertain that. And, um, so yeah, I think just if you ha if you went out with someone, for example, and you had a great time, you go see them. I just tell them that. Like I I do that, and if I didn't have a good time, I won't act like I did, or I won't fake interest either. So I don't know. I think I'd, I'm glad you said that because I think it's very important. Uh, it's and it's definitely very telling because I think a lot of people come from very toxic, you know, past relationship where just met a lot of the wrong types of people, and then when you meet someone who does communicate, it's kind of shocking. It's kind of foreign. Um, and I know, I know what that feels like too. Um, I definitely was in a relationship that, where that wasn't, um, wasn't very common. And then you meet, you meet girls who just tell you, Hey, I liked you. I want to see you again. And I was, I was like, Oh, I didn't know that, you know, the girls do that. But again, it's, uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Totally. And, and to your point about just saying that, like, I had a great time. I'd love to see you again. It's like, if you had a great time and somebody says this to you on a date, you feel ecstatic. Yeah. You are over the moon. You are so happy and vice versa. If, if like, if they said that to you and you had a good time, like, and if, or, but if you, or if you said that to them and they had a good time, like, you know, like yeah. nobody is, there's no harm being done. And guess what? If you say that and they didn't have a good time, hopefully you communicating that will invite them to communicate back that they, it was great to meet you. They don't feel that connection. Boom, done. Yes. That saves you both like, weeks of fizzling it out, maybe ghosting, maybe not anxiety where you're not sure if you're going to see them again or not. And it's just like, just if you liked someone, if you had a good time and want to see them again, tell them. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I completely agree. And I think it's, it's so refreshing either, even if it's not the answer you want. Like, for example, I, I went out on a first date with someone recently and I, and sadly, I felt like it went really well. I felt like we had a great time. There was a lot of laughs. It was very like laid back. And I texted her the next day and said, you know, it'd be great to see you again. Like I had a great time. And, and, uh, and sadly she said, uh, I'm sorry. I just don't really think I don't really see us being compatible. And of course, like that hurts to read, but um, you know, then at the same time, like, okay, so I don't have to, I don't have to wonder now. I think that's where a lot of guys and girls get stuck in the, 
and then no man's land. And like, maybe she'll just slowly start texting me back over time and then eventually stop. And this way, she, like, she, at least she was mature enough to tell me. And again, even though it kind of hurts, it's much better than being let on or being like right. 100%. Yeah. There knowing is always better. Cause like you said, like, then you have to sit there wondering, like, is she going to text me in, in a few hours or not? And like, I see this happen a lot too, where people ask me this all the time. It's like, Oh, like he was such a good texter. She was such a good texter. And like, you know, a few weeks have gone by and, and the texting's different now. And I'm not sure if something's changed. It's like, well, guess what? There's one way to find out if it's changed, if they want to see you again or not. And that's by saying like, would love to see you this week. Do you want to pick a night for dinner? Yeah. And then again, that gives them the opportunity to say yes or no. And then, you know, exactly, exactly. And then, and then the other thing is if they don't respond, you know, that's a response in itself. You know, that, yeah. Again, you shouldn't be pursuing, whether you're a guy or girl, you shouldn't be pursuing anyone who's not going to put in the same amount of effort as you. And it sadly took me a very long time to learn that. Um, maybe part of me, just because I've been conditioned, like, oh, well, you're a guy, you got to keep, keep pursuing, you got to be persistent, you got to keep trying. And like, it just gets exhausting and it just kind of is sad because you start to realize, oh, this person just doesn't have like the guts to tell me they're not interested. So I'm just going to sit here and make myself look stupid trying to chase them. And uh, right. you know, it took me a long time to kind of get out of that. And nowadays, if I beat someone and there isn't, if I'm not sensing that they're putting in the same effort or they're not responding, then I don't, I just don't bother with it. And yeah. Yeah. How have you decided to kind of decide where that like boundary is between, okay, this is, you know, some like a girl who's following the traditional path and like wants the guy to do everything right. versus a girl who's just maybe not interested? Yeah, um, that's a great question. It's really hard to tell sometimes. Um, I think one thing I've noticed, and I've heard girls say this, that if a girl likes you, she will make it easy for you. So it's in this, it's like you do still have to put in those work, maybe plan the dates and all that, but at least she's going to, she at least is responding to you and she's showing interest. It's just like the ball is kind of in your court, if that makes sense. So I've definitely had girls where, um, you know, they – they are kind of expecting you to do that, but at least she's giving you a lot of interest. She's texting back. She's like saying she wants to see you again. It's, it's just kind of more on me. Like, all right, I'm going to like pick the date spot. I'm going to plan it. And I'm going to do maybe those like more traditional male things where I'm going to like pick her up or whatever. And like, I don't mind doing that. Like I, I kind of am more like wired that way, I guess. But at the same time, I'm not going to just chase a girl down who's not giving anything back. If that makes sense. So for sure. If a girl makes it easy for you, even if like, let's say you're out at a bar and like she's looking at you and su kind of subtly inviting you over, like that's kind of her in a way of shooting her shot. She's trying to make it easy for you. And, um, and guys just kind of have to like, take that first initial step, which sucks to do sometimes. But if you're getting like, if you're getting the signals and they're clear, then you kind of just have to do it. Um, I think that's more Definitely. of a line to walk. But again, it can be tough because sometimes you're like, is she playing hard to get or am I just not doing my job here? It's very tough to tell. So I think if it feels right and if you feel that there's a lot of, if she expresses the interest and she's maybe saying, I want to see you again, all that stuff, then it's pretty clear at that point. But yeah. It's so tough because I feel like girls think that guys have it so easy in dating. And I actually think, I mean, I, there's a lot of like research to show that guys actually have a much tougher right. time on dating apps, but past beyond the apps once you're actually like texting on dates whatever i i don't envy the position that guys are in because of how confusing girls make it and how you know like you don't know are you supposed to, do they want you to do all these things or not and i think something we all run into is like we all have dated people who make us think that like 
well, okay, like this guy wanted me to do these things. So now I have to do them again. Yes. But like this other guy maybe doesn't want that or vice versa. Or, and so we kind of assume, and this is like, this frustrates me so much. And I mean, I'm sure I'm guilty of it too, but like the whole like, oh, like we hate men thing. It's like, no, like men are great. Yeah. But if you, like we've also at times invited the opportunity for men to not treat us yeah. well. And we've also not treated men yes. well and not, yeah. you know, done our like the way not handled situations the way we should have handled them. And therefore we end up getting hurt and it's not all on men. And so when girls are just like, Oh, like I hate men, like men suck. Like, yeah, it's just like, no, you're actually actively dating, trying to find a man. You're just making it. Everyone is just making it harder for themselves to make that happen. No, I, I so agree with that. And I think it's very, um, at least as a guy, it's, probably one of the most unattractive things you can hear a girl say is just that broad generalization. And I'm sure for girls too, a guy who just says, I hate women, that's got to be the yeah. biggest red flag. Especially in today's that, day and I age. Mean, yes. <laughs> right. Right. Ex exactly. And um, I think either if any person thinks that they have a lot of work to do on themselves and I kind of understand it. I think when I was, you get out of a bad relationship or you have a bad experience, it's easy to blame the whole gender and be like, Oh, all girls do this. All girls are like this. Um, but it's just, it's just not the case. And I think it's very like limiting and it kind of takes the accountability out of it. You know, with, if you're a girl and you're choosing the same types of guys who treat you the same way and you blame all men, like, like, you know, where's the common denominator then? Like, who's the one, like, you're the one who's actually choosing them. Um, and yeah, and again, I think it is, fu it is funny you mentioned who has it harder, men or women in dating. And I don't know, I think in a way it's both. I definitely agree in the sense that men, there's a lot of like pressure in order to like do the right thing and like take the initiative, but also like not be too creepy, not be too forward, not be, it's like kind of balancing the line. Um, but I do think for men, it gets easier as, but first of all, like the more experience you have and second, like the longer into the dating process. So for example, maybe like the approaching and like the conversation, the first couple dates, maybe that's like kind of hard, but I think after that, it gets much, much easier for men. And then it's, kind of gets harder for women because now it's like well now I have to decide is this guy like serious does he want what I want is he gonna like you know what I mean so I, I feel like the beginning stages are harder for men and generally and generally the after stages are harder for women because I think once a guy like once as a guy like once you have a girl you have like kind of a connection with you've been on a few great dates maybe you've slept together everything's great like it's great for you and for the girl probably too but I imagine she's probably starting to think okay where is this going I have to kind of maybe reel it in. I have to have the, those tough conversations um, like that stuff. But yeah, I think there's just, I think a lot more expectations on like what men do and the girls, especially if you're like, let's say you're an attractive girl who has a ton of followers or whatever, like you just get to sit around and like pick and choose. And like, that's kind of your, like, that's like your yeah. process, you know? Do you, yeah. in terms of that, like those second stages, you know, do you hmm. want, somebody you're going on dates with to ask what you're looking for do you want them to tell you what they're looking for like at what point and how should those conversations happen do you want them to happen does it scare you if they happen because that's something that I hear all the time from friends and from listeners where you know things are going great but they have absolutely no idea what he's thinking and what he wants and I'm like well why don't you ask right yeah there's your answer yeah um no that's a great question I think um 
I personally don't get scared by those conversations, at least anymore. I think the only time it would scare you, especially for guys, if you're legit just not interested in her and maybe you just wanted to sleep with her and now she's asking for more. That's And, and again, I don't really try to put myself in those situations anymore, um, maybe like when I was younger. But um, I personally, would I don't mind asking it, even if it's like on the first time we meet. Like, I think it's definitely gets brought up. I don't think, especially if you meet on like a dating app or like Hinge or something, I don't think it's too weird to bring that up. And I've never really had it been like, I've never had a bad like reaction to it. If I just said like, Hey, like, you know, what are you like looking for? Um, sadly, you can't always tell if they're being honest or not. Maybe some girls want to act like they're really laid back and cool. And like, Oh, I just want to go with the flow. I want to see where things go. And like, you know, guys will take that at face value. So I don't know. I think it's, it's really important there to be honest. Like if you are looking for a relationship, like you can say that. And I've said that too, because I, because I am. And I think some people might interpret that as like, oh, you're just going to get in a relationship with anyone. Like, it's not what I mean. It's more like, that's like my end goal here. And I think, I think, um, you know, men and women should, shouldn't be afraid to do that. I think it, it makes things a lot easier. You know, if you, on a first date, you figure out you don't want the same things, you can just kind of go your separate way, you know? So it's, it's really important it's to be so honest there. It's so much easier to figure it out early on and, and make that decision to walk away versus not knowing, not having it come up until like date seven, eight, nine, you're already so locked in. That could be a month or two into it. And then you figure yeah. it out. And and I've gotten caught up in that situation so many times where I've been thinking that like mm-hmm. this person's going to be my boyfriend. And then I find out they're not looking for anything. And I'm like, but, but we've been <laughs> on nine dates and I've met your friends and you're treating me like right. you're looking for something. Yeah. So like, Maybe you're, you do yeah. want something and you don't know it. So I'm going to stick around and get myself really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's, <laughs> I think that's so, so common, I think, for girls. And I hate to say this. I've even in the past have probably been guilty of doing that as a guy, just being not very clear. And maybe like you'll say you're not like for something serious, but like you will kind of treat her like she's like your girlfriend or your temporary girlfriend or whatever. And um, yeah, sadly, I've probably been guilty of that. And I, it sucks for everyone involved. Um, and that's how a lot of people end up in those, you know, situationship type things, um, that can go on for several, several months and she'll, she'll think it's one thing and it's, yeah. it's really not. And kind of like you said, that conversation towards the beginning could just alleviate all that. Um, because there's no better feeling than just knowing like you're both on the same page, you've communicated well, and there's like that mutual attraction versus like your hope that like, you have this, like, again, like manifesting, you're manifesting this ideal outcome. Maybe he's gonna ask me to be his girlfriend, all this stuff, but like, it's sadly like guys don't exactly and women too like they don't really yeah. owe you that like you don't just because you go out with someone or you sleep with them it's like they don't owe you the title of girlfriend they don't owe you the this and that and like it sucks to say that but like you know that is how it is unless you're like in an established committed relationship you really can't say you owe someone anything like of course i believe in like human decency like you should at least be polite and like respond to them and be honest but like you know you technically if you're what that tells a guy if you're gonna consistently see him for let's say six months and you haven't asked the question, it hasn't been discussed and he doesn't want to, he's just going to keep doing that. Like he has no, um, he has no like incentive to like, to bring that up. Yeah. And, and Um, as much as I I can imagine people are listening, being like, but like, fuck that guy. Like that sucks. It's not fair. Like you've done this to me in the past. Like at the same time, it's, if you haven't brought it up, they might think like, oh my God, this is the coolest, chillest girl ever. Like she's so down with this. Like, yeah, but meanwhile, exactly. you might be sitting there yeah. overthinking, feeling more anxious than ever, having literal panic attacks, like not knowing what he's thinking or what he's going to ask and being like, oh, like maybe yeah. today he'll bring it up. Maybe next time we hang out, he'll bring it up. And like, 
that's not fair yeah. to yourself either. And again, it could go in either direction, but it's, it really is like the more you can communicate early on, the more questions you can ask, the more heartache you're going to save yourself and the other person maybe. And like, we all make mistakes. Like I have made so many mistakes in my dating life, but I've learned from them and I can look back and say like, wow, like I really shouldn't have done that because it hurt somebody else. Or I really like, yes, I blamed this guy for so much at the time, but a lot of it was on me and I allowed it to happen. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that you said that because I think, um, and men, men are definitely guilty of this too, but I think it's very easy to kind of skirt away the accountability, you know, just because like someone does something bad to you. Like, well, first you allowed them to do that for months and months on end and you let multiple people do that to you. So at some point you do have to kind of be accountable and realize, like you said, those mistakes you make in dating and to do something about it or like maybe have a better vetting process or bring up the con that conversation earlier, you know, and I, and I say, I, say it, I have been that guy before, you know, like when I was, uh, I was seeing someone when I was like in college a long time ago and it was very casual, you know, it was like the whole semester and we never really like talked about it, but we had made it kind of clear, like, this is just going to be kind of casual and like hooking up. And I was like, great. She seems really down with that. And one day she told me, she was like really upset. She's like, you just treat me like I'm some like hookup. And I was like, well, cause you said that that's what we are. So again, like that's another thing. So even if like a girl, you like, you do want something more than that. Don't just say you just want to hook up. Cause if you, that's not what you want, cause guys will take that as face value. And then that guy will think, great. I got a good thing going here. I'm just going to keep this going as long as I can, you know? And I think just, just saying what the other person wants to hear is never, it, it no, never does. And, and that doesn't mean that you were a bad guy for going with it because you didn't know. And here's the right. thing is she could have told right. you what she wanted or said, actually, I'm not down to be casual. And you could have said, I respect that, right. but then like, we shouldn't be doing this because I'm not looking for the same thing. And guess what? Yeah. Like you would have been bummed and she would have been really hurt, but then she could have gone on to find somebody who would yeah. commit to her. And, and that's like the biggest problem. And yeah, yeah it like all goes back to communication and, and our, our lack of communication. Um, and I, I really hope that like people aren't listening to this being like, Oh, Anna's like forgiving all men of everything, but like, and like taking the blame for all the women, like, no, it's just, yeah situations yeah. happen and we all play a part in them and that's the reality and sometimes it takes a lot of hindsight and learning and mistakes and growth to figure that out but here we are yeah yeah exactly and i and again i think it, it's definitely it's definitely great to kind of hear um you say that like there is a lot of accountability needs to be taken um but again like men are guilty of a lot of problems in dating too and like they're they could definitely own up to that and, like i definitely have been um, so yeah, I also hope no one listening is, is, is thinking that cause there's definitely, there's a lot of fault on, on both sides. Um, I think just, it's more common and it's easier to kind of just shame all men because if you say that about women, like you're going to get like, you'll just get, like, yeah. into, you know, if you just say like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you can't, and again, like, and I think that's sad, that's a whole nother talk, but I think it just causes guys who think that way to just form small little subgroups where they can just right do that like freely, but. Anyways, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think accountability is very important in dating and um, just kind of being honest with yourself, like, did I do something wrong? Like, what's something I did in the past I can prevent in the future? And for girls, a lot of the time, it's just choosing the wrong guys or just allowing things that aren't okay to happen and hope for yeah. a different outcome. Like the whole situation, of, like hoping if I stay with him long enough, then I'll make me his girlfriend. And then you've probably all seen like, memes where like he he'll dump that girl and he'll get in a real relationship like the next day because like 
he wasn't he didn't want that with you like you know that's another thing if they say they don't want a relationship it could just mean they don't want it with you yeah. and um i just kind of have to yeah kind of have to have that conversation earlier i think it would just help so much of that like heartache and, down and it's hard to hear that whether it's like oh i can't commit or i can't commit to you or i don't want a relationship or and then they end up dating someone else it's right. it is so painful and we're not saying yeah. it's not but you don't want to you yeah. want to be with somebody who wants to be with you. So if so, this person, yeah, maybe, exactly. yes, like you could like them so much. They could be so great on paper. They could, you, you may have placed them on the world's yeah. tallest pedestal, but if they're not interested yes. in giving you the things you deserve and they don't feel the same way about you right. that you feel about them, then you don't want to be with them. Exactly. Exactly. And I've, and that's so true. And I feel like I've been, I've, I've been in both types. You know, I've been with people who, didn't made it kind of clear they weren't that interested in me and I still pursued. And then you've also been with someone who's like genuinely, genuinely interested and like wants to get to know you and like wants to treat you the right way. And it feels great. And I think most people would take that versus like the most perfect, attractive partner on paper who isn't giving them what they want. And, um, you know, I think, I think that comes, that's like kind of where like standards and all come into play, but I personally would much rather just be with someone who is, legit interested in me and treats me the right way versus someone who's just like perfect quote unquote but doesn't you know doesn't like without a doubt that. i think that's like we're a lot of and and the more you know. get to know about a person the more you realize that everyone you think is perfect is the farthest thing from it and there is really no such yeah. thing and i also want to mention like for right. every person that we have you know and this goes for guys, girls, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are for every person that you mm-hmm. really liked and wanted to be with, who has not ended up wanting to be with you. Guess what? If you think about it, there are mm-hmm. people who have really liked and wanted to be with you and there was nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that they weren't good enough for you. It wasn't that like they weren't hot enough yeah. for you, whatever it was, you just didn't like them right. and want to be with them in that way. And so it's yeah. so much easier to say like, yeah. Oh, well, nobody wants to be with me. It's like, well, there are people who have wanted to be with you and they're just not the people that you also choose back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that's, I think that's so true. It's so common as well. And I think that's like, um, that's like an, I think that's sort of an, in an, in a way, sort of another thing that you hear with dating a lot, like the, like the girls, like who say like, we're all like the good men at like, like they've been, they've been there the whole time or like you rejected them. That's what it meant. You choose the, the F boys or whatever. And, um, yeah, and I think same, same, like goes for guys too. Like, I think maybe guys will wonder like, we're like, where's like a girl who's like wifey material and all that. Like, well, like you had that, but you didn't, you thought right. she was boring or you weren't interested in her, or you went for the girl who like ended up cheating on you or whatever. And I think everyone kind of has a part to play like in their own, um, like in their destiny in that way. Like you choose, like you choose what allow, like you allow to happen to you in dating. In, yeah, in a way. absolutely. So I have to ask, because this is something that I hear questions about all the time and, and something that I've obviously like also experienced over the years where, especially for, you know, girls who are in their early to mid twenties, this, the hardest mm-hmm. part about dating is that it seems that no guy actually wants to be in a relationship. And I'm curious what that experience has been like for you and your mm-hmm. friends and how that's changed. Obviously you were in a long-term relationship in during that time of your life. So I'm just curious from your perspective, mm-hmm. is it that guys just want to feel more settled in, in their career and their lives or that they're just, they want to like fuck around mm-hmm. a bit or they don't know what they want. Like what is it, is it true that like, in like guys don't really want something serious until later on, or is it a mixed bag? What what's going on here? Um, you know, I think I have to say it is a mixed bag. And I think everything you said is true and also not true. 
Um, so for example, I was in, um, I think I was 22 or 23 when I started the last relationship I was in. And the funny thing is, uh, at the time, I wasn't looking for that at all. I think I was just enjoying being single, like playing the field, being like a single guy in college, just enjoying all that. Um, and I had known this girl, we had been, we had been friends. And I think once we like started going out, I realized like, oh, this was like really something here. And like, she's worthy of me, like locking down. I think, I think what really motivated me just as like a single young guy who was like, sort of like seeing other girls this time was like, I have something is like different about her and I want to like make sure she's mine. And I think I haven't, and I think when you're a guy and you're young and you feel like you have options and you have like fun and all that. Like when you do come across someone like that, you that your gut instinct tells you like be with this person. Like I, I listened to it. Obviously, it didn't end up being the right person, but didn't know that till years later. But yeah, I, so I don't know if it's true that no guy wants to sell down. I think another maybe thing that might be a play here is like these girls might be choosing the same guys, uh, the same types of guys who have the options, who don't want to sell down, who are gonna keep being f boys or whatever. So I think there's plenty of guys there who do want relationships. Maybe they're just not getting considered for them, or maybe they're not being given a chance. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with age because, you know, some guys that are young, like do want relationships. For example, like I'm, I'm the oldest of all my siblings. They're all in serious long-term relationships and I'm the only single one. So like, it really just kind of depends. Um, it just depends, I guess, if you meet the right person, if, you know, you feel like you're ready, um, I think when it comes to like job security and finance and stuff, that definitely happens more when you're older. Like I think, let's say if you're a single guy who's like fresh out of college and like you're trying to kind of make your way, a lot of guys might not feel like they're ready for that. Maybe they want to be more established. They want to have like a solid career and like, excuse me, like income and like place to live. Because I've met, I've had guy friends who live with their parents. They're like, I'm, I can't date girls. Like I have to bring them back to my parents' house. Like you know, they, so they kind of want to be a little more established and, um, and feel more confident in that, you know, but I don't know if that answers your question. It's kind of, it kind of really just depends. I think if you, uh, even if you're a young guy, um, who typically like me, I didn't really want to get in a relationship, want to sell down. I think when you're presented with the right opportunity and the right girl, um, you will want that regardless if you're, if you're smart enough, I mean, you could still just treat her badly and like ruin it and regret it, but um, you know, I think that's part of the risk. I mean, getting into a relationship is a risk, you know, like for me, I was like, I liked being single. Like I liked getting to talk to who I wanted to and date who I wanted to. You do give all that up, but you do it because this person is worth it to you. Or like, you don't, you couldn't live with yourself and you just let them go. I think that was like kind of the underlying thing there. Yeah. Um, there are a few yeah. points that you brought up that I kind of want to touch on. One, and I've heard this before and I, I think what you said just now, like completely confirms it that like, and of course, again, like mixed bag, everyone has different opinions and, and thoughts and, and things that they want. But I think more often, like girls will know they want a relationship. And I think guys might not know what they want until they find the person that they want it with. Yes, that's very, that's very true. I think that's, you kind of just took the words I'm off there. Um, yeah, I think, um, I, I don't know. I think, well, for a couple reasons, one, I don't think like, obviously girls do like want to have casual sex and do that, but I don't think any girl wants to do that long-term, you know, I don't know. I haven't met any girls. I don't know if you have that are just like, yeah, I just want to sleep with as many guys as I can for the next few years and just see what happens. There, like, I have, but very, very, for, very few, like one or two. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
Yes, like, yeah. they're very rare. And um, but mo- and most girls that do want casual sex, like they want it, you know, I mean, for more or less like on their own terms within like a certain period of time, but they know down the line for the most part, that's not what they want for life. But guys are more like, well, I, that sounds awesome to me. I'm going to see how long I can get that going for. Um, but then you do meet someone who does check all those boxes and maybe they'll, they'll be things you didn't realize you wanted. And I think that's another thing. Like when you, when you meet someone, you click with them, you're like, I didn't even realize I liked this quality, but this person has it and they make me feel a certain way. And I think really when it comes down to it, guys, like just, um, like what I'm trying to say, like, it's important, like how a girl makes you feel. I think that's like what it comes down to. Cause some girls may think, well, guys just want the hottest girl or they want like a successful girl. They want all this. Like they just want the girl who like makes them feel the best, I think. Um, and who they also feel that way towards. So I think it's a really good point that you said. I think it's kind of ingrained in a lot of women's heads. Like they want someday be in a relationship, maybe get married and have kids. And guys like want that too, but they also, they kind of have a different timeline. Um, you know, they can maybe wait longer to have kids. They think I could maybe, you know, screw around for longer than not, but um, maybe that has something to do with it. I didn't even realize that was a thing until I got older, as stupid as that sounds, like the biological clock. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing, but it makes a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, I think it's more that maybe guys don't come across the type of girl who, like, does check all those boxes and, like, gives you that feeling like I have to, like, lock this person down. They have to be mine. Like, because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. If that no, it definitely question. does. And I think it's important to note to just to the girls listening, like, that doesn't mean there's a certain thing mm-hmm. that you have to do or to say to get a guy to feel that way about you. It's just being yourself right. and that's that's part of the reason why I'm so anti like rules and games because I think when you're following these rules when you're playing these games you're not being yourself you're being a completely different version of yourself to try and almost manipulate somebody into wanting to be with you and eventually eventually that's going to disappear and what you're going to be left with is the real version of you that they never got to know until like date 20 and then they're like wait a second who am I dating yeah no, exa- exactly. I think that's, and it's the most cliche advice that I hate hearing the most, but I think just being yourself, being confident in yourself is like really the best way to go because it prevents things like that. It doesn't feel like you're putting on this like facade to like get them interested. Or like I said, maybe girls will like tell a guy what he wants to hear. She's like, yeah, I just want to do something casual too. Like I'm cool and laid back. And like, he's going to think that's who she is. Right. He's going to think, oh, that's just who she is, but she wanted something more. Um, so yeah, I definitely, um, definitely agree with you there. I think there's, there's also like, um, another thing I was going to say is like, something I'm, I'm also against, like, I agree with you so much. Like I'm against the rules thing. I hate thinking there's like rules in dating. There shouldn't be any rules. Um, but I also think you shouldn't do things also just to get girls. Like, for example, like sometimes you read dating advice for guys, like, uh, you know, girls, like guys who know how to cook girls, like guys who play instruments, like you should do that. And I'm like, you shouldn't, you should do those things for yourself. You shouldn't do things just to get a girl. I think that's really lame, honestly. Like you should be able to get a girl with like your personality and your charm and your looks. Like you shouldn't have to like pick up an entire new personality to do that. But does that not contradict what you said in the beginning? Like if you want somebody who's like athletic and focused on that things, like you might have to go do that stuff to get them. Okay. You got, (laughs) you got me there. I think it's more like, I think what I'm more referring to is like, like doing very specific little things like, like get like, I think one time someone told me like, Oh, well, if you get a dog, it'll, it'll be a girl. He's like, I don't want to get a dog so I can yeah. meet girls. You know what I mean? That's like a whole new responsibility, but you're right. I do think to a degree you should improve yourself to attract another person, but you shouldn't, 
I guess, feel like you have to do a specific skill or have a dog or like know how to make an, a really good right. omelet or something like that. Yeah. Improve yourself because you want to improve yourself. And, you know, like I, I've had people come to me saying that like, they're going to take cooking classes so that they can cook for somebody on like a third date. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. And like, guess what? You know, what would be even more fun than you like impressing the shit out of them on a third date and like cooking this extravagant five-star meal for them. If you guys cook together and like epically failed and ended up ordering pizza at the end of the night, but you tried your best and had a lot of fun doing it. That is a much better, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a much better scenario and that's going to be like memorable and fun versus like the other way, you know? So like, yeah, I, I totally agree with yeah. you there. That's like, uh, yeah, I think that that's pretty funny. Amazing. Well, if, is there anything that I have not asked you about that you wanted to share or anything that you wish, you know, guys knew or, or advice you've given to your guy friends or it one kind of like overarching thing that like you wish girls knew from your perspective? Yeah, I guess sort of just to recap, just really just be honest. You know, if you're a girl, shoot your shot. Don't be afraid. Like you have a much higher success rate than you think. If you don't want a situationship, don't let it happen and like say what you want. Um, and yeah, for guys, what I tell my guy friends a lot is like, if she, she doesn't give you the attention, like just don't text her back. Like you, you'll know when it's, when it's there. Um, like that one saying, they say like, interested people act interested or if you're not um is it or if you're confused then there's then there's an issue or something like that you know so i think that's kind of my overarching theme i don't want to see my friends and people chase people that uh, are interested for sure so that's kind of like my main thing beautifully said well thank you so much for being here this has been so so great having you i'm really excited about this episode um I want, I'm really curious to hear everyone's thoughts. You guys DM them to seeing other people or email seeing other people podcast at gmail.com. If you also have something you want to come on unfiltered and talk about, again, email those pitches to seeing other people podcast at gmail.com or do what this amazing anonymous guest did and slide right into those DMs. We'll make it happen. I love having conversations like this so much. They, they make the dating world go round. Um, but to everyone listening, thank you so much. And, and anonymous, thank you so much for being here. This has been such a pleasure. All right, you guys, I will talk to you soon. This has been Unfiltered. Don't forget to share this episode on your story and tag seeing other people if you loved it. Give a five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you next time. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish-blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!